Hey, welcome into another edition of Basketball Babble. We talk all things NBA, latest news, info, reports, anything and everything about the NBA. So uh, today is April 27th, 2023, the recording, and I'm joined, uh, first of all, this is Trev, and I'm joined, as always, by my super cool and respectful co-hosts, you know, who don't gloat and put, um, you know, uh, you know, wins in your face. Uh, so I'm going to introduce them as I always do. I've got um, Pepe and I've got, uh, you know, TP. He's going by uh, TP Sanchez today. So, um, you know Pepe, what? Man, Enough of all that, you. man. Yeah, we're oh, going to get right into it. 98 points, man. 98 total points in two bro, games. That's how you doing? How, how you just going to tell me that? How like am that, I bro? doing? How am I doing? I'm living good, Trev. 98 on them. Send them home in their own house, in their own crib. Send them packing. Told them goodbye. Yeah, that did happen. Those bucks were looking like like little baby does, bro. They weren't even full grown bucks, man. They just Grayson man, Island, Jimmy man, with the, the, the shot. Game. Gosh, bro, he should have. They didn't, didn't want it. It was Jimmy time. He didn't want it. It was Jimmy time. They call it Dame time. It's Jimmy time in the playoffs. Jimmy time in the playoffs. Jimmy comes alive in the playoffs. It's Jimmy time every time. And we coming for the Knicks next. Yeah, I got to give it to, um, they're calling him Hemi Butler. I mean, one of the all-time greatest playoff performances ever. I mean, out of everyone that has picked up and played. You got Dwayne Wade and LeBron James who played for the Heat. They never got back-to-back 40-point games in the playoffs. But guess who did? Hemi Buckets. Yeah, he's 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 different. He's he's a different beast. Um, playoff Jimmy. He, he's he's a different guy. I don't even know who that guy is anymore. So he's a top five NBA player. Um, playoff Jimmy Butler. So, man. Um, so I know Hefe, you were you were excited about that. Thank you for for letting us know how you were doing today, man. That's that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, TP man, TP Sanchez. Um, how are you doing, man? What's up with you? What's, what's been going on this past week in the NBA? What has got you excited here today, man? What's going on? I'm just, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that Hefe was able to get all of that out of his system because okay. I'm sure that he's been, he's been waiting. Um, I actually woke up to a slew of texts this morning. Um, you know, people calling me so some obscenities, things of that nature, <laughs> just, you know, just looking for me. It's almost as if it's the, it's the football why? season. Why? Why? Why were they sending you this, bro? I mean, uh, the Heat, you know, they did what they did. Now they're they, they coming to New York. Yeah. So they're coming to the Garden. You know, like one of the one of the last times we seen New York, New York and the Miami Heat, P.J. Brown tossed Charlie Ward into the stands and a huge brawl broke out. I mean, we all, we all know the whole Alonzo Mourning carrying Jeff Van Gundy by his leg, you know, getting stomped on the court. So, you know, we've seen it all unfold. We've seen we've seen Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning squared up. I don't know how many fights we're gonna how many fights we're gonna see in this day and age. The, the game is so open. should we should we should we expect a brawl between like the Knicks and the Heat no, this man, series? It's, is that it's, a prediction? Is that a prediction? No, nah, this this Heat team this Heat team is nowhere near as aggressive. They're not as gritty. I mean, Jimmy Butler he did his thing. You know, the fifty six point performance. I think that's the fourth most. In playoff history, that that is very impressive. I will give him that. So I will I will applaud him to the to the extent that I can because I still dislike Jimmy Butler. I still think he's that guy. 
But, you know, I, hey, the Bucks didn't show up, you know, Giannis or Giannis, you know, he had a little meltdown. We'll get to that a little bit later, I'm sure. But the Bucks yeah, are not we'll who we thought they that. were. And no. we may start to have we may <laughs> we may have to have a conversation about the Bucks a little bit later on. Uh but uh what's the name? Buttholes up Buddha Buddha High Butthole, Butthole, Budenheiser, Budweiser. Hey man, one of those. He, he he's he's had some serious issues with coaching over the past couple of years. Oh, he, he he had issue. Yeah, this is not the first instance. They were calling for this man's job prior to that championship. Um, that championship run. Then he yeah, called he, he all has, the, he has a situation. Called he, every, has, he called. Yeah, he had a situation. He had a situation. Well, no, he, has, he, he has, called has, those yeah. things. He yeah he he after he won the championship, everyone shut up. They extended him, and um, now he's doing. He's back doing bud things. You know. Yeah, he, he has this this this. It's uncanny ability to lose three or four straight games in a row and then blow the series. So, but I mean, yeah. I mean, kudos to Miami. It, it must feel good, you know. Good to you, good, good for you guys. But you know, you get you coming into the mecca now. I'm not. I'm. We're not here to gloat. We're not here to talk trash or anything of the sort. Coming to the mecca, man. We're we're adults. All right. This is this is so, what it is now. We're adults. So we so we've got TP's so, Knicks and we've got Hefe's, you know, Miami Heat, you know, facing off against each other in the semifinals, which I'm sure is gonna be I mean, it's 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 gonna be quite the series. I mean, just just from these guys, like just kind of you know, going back and forth at it. So it's exciting for sure. Um, you know, but I'm just waiting for the Celtics to end this series against Atlanta. Like, stop playing around with your food. You need to take Trey Young and uh, Dejounte Murray and just send them home, man. I'm sure they're ready to go to Cabo or something. But Dejounte, Dejounte was ready to go to Cabo. He he had already took his vacation, and they called. Bro, he's hey, probably man, pissed at Trey. He probably pissed at Trey, man. They weren't even, you know, they had a game schedule. Oh, not a game. They had an event. Janet Jackson, <laughs> yeah, Jackson had a concert yeah, Janet, schedule. Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson concert, yeah. for sure. They didn't get canceled. They rescheduled. They didn't believe him. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't believe him. There was no faith. There was no faith. And I'm not believing in Atlanta either if they gotta play Boston. But of course Boston went Boston's in bed with Vegas. It's like yes, it's like Travis yes. in bed with Vegas, you know what I'm saying? We knew hey, you had the inside. Absolutely not. The absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hey, hey I'm know, telling you, Tatum Tatum's Tatum's in bed with Vegas. Oh, for sure. For He's sure. Doing. For sure. Yeah, they 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 give him the script. They actually hand it to him prior to the game in the locker room and they tell him, you know, do this, do that, you know, make sure you, you know, miss, you know, take the shot. <laughs> I guess we'll never know for sure. I guess I've heard I've heard that. I've heard that, man. But let's but let's get into our show. Enough with the enough with the introductions, you know, and everything. We've got the Knicks and the Heat coming up, you know, TP versus Hefe. So that'll definitely be uh, you know, a big storyline for our show, our podcast, um, you know, going forward. But um let's talk about the Knicks. So TP, I know Julius Randle, he uh re that ankle injury, street clothes. Um you know, he had a limp. I saw, obviously, when he uh, was able to interact with the team during breaks. I mean, you know more about Julius Randle and, you know, kind of like, you know, is he good or is he not? You know, you know more than me and Hefe. I mean, what do you think? Like, is he going to be able to play game one? Um, you think they should rest him? What are you thinking? I mean, he, he he's performed well uh, prior to, you know, obviously aggravating his ankle, his ankle injury. He's playing well against... The um, I'm sorry, the Cleveland Cavaliers. The only issue that I do have with Julius Randle playing in the first game is Bam Adebayo does play well against him. You know, it is what it is, but Julius Randle does get up. At least he was getting up for the Heat pause this entire season. So as he hit the buzzer beater earlier this season, you know, send the Miami home. He just plays well. Um, 
uh, I'm more interested to see what's going to happen with guys like Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, um, whether R.J. Barrett can get going against this Miami Heat defense. I mean, they're very strong on defense. Even, you know, obviously Tyler Harris is not the defense specialist, but this Miami Heat defense, they, they play well together. And, I mean, to be completely honest and objective here, Jimmy Butler does have this team playing at a higher level, no matter their eight seed, one seed, four seed. And Eric Spolcher is one of those coaches that is here to make adjustments. Now, obviously, we didn't touch on we have, didn't we didn't we didn't touch on this TP, but the Heat. I think they're the sixth team in NBA history to beat a one seed as the eight seed. I just remembered um, that particular stat. Um, that's historic. That's that's really yeah. No, historic. I know we've, I mean, we've so. seen we've seen the Warriors beat the Mavericks. We've seen the um, Denver Nuggets with the campaign Matumbo upset Sean Kemp and them and the Seattle Supersonics. Um, those are the two I can think of, think of on the top of my head. And obviously with the, the Bucks and the Bucks getting upset by the Miami Heat. So, but I mean, the, 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 um, the Knicks also, I mean, we have a pretty strong defense. You got Mitchell Robinson, if Hartenstein, um, you know, Quinn Grimes may see the floor. Obviously, Emmanuel quickly as well. Well, he, he left the game, um, Grimes. He didn't, um, did he start the game and leave? Like, what happened? I know he had like an injury designation or something, right? Actually, you know what? No, I don't think he. I don't think he played last game. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play. I think he was yeah. um, questionable, and then he just um, didn't play. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we but still... you know, but but you know what? You guys do have TP. Y'all have Tom Thibodeau, and I don't know if y'all know this, but Tom Thibodeau coached Jimmy, not only in Chicago but in Minnesota. So Tom I mean, he also... knows. He wears his players down. That's that's probably why Julius Randle's injured now. So Tom, but, but, that's, that's, but my, but but that's a good credit. He knows he knows how to guard uh, Jimmy. He knows he know he knows how Jimmy plays. He knows you know what Jimmy can do. So I mean, the Knicks play great defense to what for what it's worth, and they they may be able to figure Jimmy out. So every would, game I in that series argue, went though. under like two hundred points, I believe, right? Uh, I think the calves, last one might have calves. hit 200, 200. I think the last it one was close. It was like, it was like, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was like, but it still went under the advertised total. I think the total was set at, yeah, I think like every game went under though. Yes. Yeah. Every game went under. Yeah. 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 So, so I would, I would argue that Jimmy Butler is a different player than what he once was in Chicago and Minnesota. Granted, he started to oh, evolve sure. into that player when he was out there, but Jimmy Butler is a far cry from what he once was. But again, Tom Thibodeau um, does make adjustments as well as Eric Spolster. So it's, uh, it's going to be a coaching matchup. It's it, What it's really going to boil down to is whether we're going to have enough pieces to slow down the wave that is Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? Just, again, being objective here and looking at the matchups because the Knicks don't have one set, you know, all-star, all-star caliber, you know, or player capable of superstardom. What I'm not going to call Jimmy Butler a superstar, but Jimmy Butler, when he gets to the playoffs, plays at a superstar level. So it's, you know, it's it's going to come down to do we have enough to stop that wave? I don't really – I mean, Bam Adebayo is decent, but I don't really see him as a true threat the way he's been playing recently. So, you know, Duncan Robinson, you're going to have to deal with him in his threes. Um, what's the max kid? What's the last name? Strauss? Strauss. Nice, Strauss yeah. yeah, Strauss. And then Kyle Lowry. I, I don't really see Kyle Lowry as an issue. But I mean, looking at Kyle Lowry, he's three and zero against the Bucks. We just got to see what his record is against the Knicks. So I mean, I I, I like our chances. I think this is going to be a gritty series. I think it's going to be very physical. 
obviously not as physical as the 90s, 2000s Knicks and Heat's team. Um, but sure, it might were, be. Like the the media is already predicting that this is going to be like ninety style basketball this series. Like no, for sure. Like, with the way Jimmy back, like, basketball. Yeah. yeah, the way you know yeah. RJ Barrett gets to the cup. If Julius Randle is healthy to go, if not game one, at least game two. He's a very physical guy. I think he was banging around Cleveland. I think that's what Cleveland. You know, the Jared Allen said the lights were too bright, but I think really what it was the Knicks were just very physical. They were just beating them up. And Donovan Mitchell, as I've said before, I don't care if he has seventy five. Donovan Mitchell is not the guy. But I think it'll go six or seven, I think. I think it'll be a very solid series. I can't call it yet. I'll be able to call it more so after game one. But it's going to be a very physical series going six or seven. Yeah, and I think, like, these are, like, two franchises that just have a very large fan base. I mean, the Knicks are the Knicks, like, you know. And then, like, the Heat, I mean, you know, that fan base is ridiculous as well. Um, one thing that's interesting is that both of these teams are playing not that far from each other, like, geographically. Like, they're really not that far. Um so it should be interesting, um, just kind of how they, you know, these teams play. Um, a lot of times you're traveling across country or time zone. So just something to look at. Um, I feel like these guys are going to be like fresher, you know, just throughout the series. Really a quick trip. So let's get into Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He lost, man. And people are kind of giving Giannis like, they're like, oh, it's okay, like type of response. If this was LeBron or Steph losing in the first round, Bro, they would have torched them, man. They would have been all over them. So, I mean, he had a speech post-game. I didn't catch all of it, but they were just kind of asking him questions like, did they think that he failed? And he looked a bit, like, uncomfortable up there, honestly, to me, on the on the podium. I mean, what is what was your reaction? So, you guys kind of saw that. So apparently, so apparently, it was the same guy that asked him the same question last season, and he didn't. And he and he said that um, he he didn't give him the right answer last season, so he wanted to try and give him a better one this season. And he wasn't like saying he blamed him or anything, and he wasn't trying to make it personal. But for what it's worth, he kind of did make it a little personal with that reporter. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a little rivalry going forward with that. That's going to be interesting to watch, but I don't know that Bucks team. It's, it's interesting. I I'm honestly, I'm, I'm really surprised. I really thought Miami was going to win in six. I thought the Bucks were going to win that game, especially. I think we were down about 16 points, um, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I, you know, I was, I was still watching the game, you know, obviously I'm gonna watch the game. But I'm like, ooh, can we do it again? Can Jimmy, can Jimmy rile this team up again? Can we can we get it done? And you know, I didn't, I I obviously I wanted to see it. I had my money on it. I just didn't think it was gonna get done. But hey, Jimmy proved me wrong once again. He got it done. And we now Giannis is upset. Bro, the, the play on La- do you remember, do you remember what they called Lowry for the uh, for the foul? And it ended up the result was like a jump ball, but like even the announcers were like. Come on, that's that's not no foul. Like they were trying, like I feel like the NBA to kind of like give the Bucks every opportunity, and they they just couldn't do it. <laughs> like, I don't. They just didn't want it that bad, man. They ain't, they didn't want that. It was ridiculous. Um, you know, he said but, they'll regroup and come back next season. Yeah, what else look, is he say? <laughs> All he can say. He, a lot of guys, you know, we can we can sugarcoat it and call it what it is. Or I'm sorry, we can sugarcoat it and say this, that, and third. You know, and obviously we're not at the professional level, but at any given point when you are the top seed, 
not only the top seed, but to the, like you're really have the best record in all the NBA, not just in your conference. Mm-hmm. And you go out there and you lose in five games, <clears throat> not even six or seven, but you lose in five games. So it basically a gentleman sweep. Losing five yes. games to not the second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth, not the sixth, not the seventh, but the eighth seed. Eighth seed. That's eighth bad. seed. Who were one? We're one game away from not even being in the playoffs. It, it objectively, it that is a failure of a season, man. Obviously, you know, yeah, like Charles Barkley, it's, you know, saying you're not gonna, you're not gonna win every championship, or you're not gonna win every season for sure. Even even talk about like Michael Jordan or LeBron, <clears throat> LeBron or Kobe, you know, whatever. You know, obviously they didn't win every year, but you can't be a number one seed and go out in the eighth seed and think that that's okay. You can't just be like. Oh, well, we'll group next season. They're like, you know, you show all these frustrations, rub your head in this, that, third, and then you attack the reporter. Didn't you ask this question last year? Well, okay, okay, brother. You know what I'm saying? We're <laughs> at a point now where you're supposed to be second, third round repetitive action. You know what I'm saying? It's not that the team wasn't healthy. Granted, you did get hurt, but we also have to look at it. You know, the fans and, and people around the league are calling for the NBA to remove charges when that's part of the game. Like, no, you have to learn how to play basketball in, in a non-reckless manner to where you're not trying to run over players. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you have to develop different moves. You have a – that what he could have done there, mid-range jump shot, instead of trying to barrel over the defender and trying to Absolutely. dunk or whatever, whatever you're trying to do, shoot a mid-range jump shot. You avoid that. You probably beat the – I mean, I'm not going to say probably, but you don't you – don't, you're not out two games. You don't leave your team handicapped. So yep. if we're going to be completely – honest about the situation yes the season was a failure that doesn't mean that every season is a failure but this season specifically was 1000 percent a failure you're a number one seed you're the best team in the nba on paper or by record and you drop five i mean you drop in five to the eighth seed unacceptable by all accounts there's there's no justification for it and again the injury is on you the nba is not removing the charge because you want to be reckless and don't know how to shoot a mid-range jump shot Many of many championships have been won with with mid range jump shots. Go look at the film. <laughs> yeah, um, and obviously I'm not so saying. I'm not so saying Giannis, Giannis, Giannis is just gonna have to look at the tape. He's gonna have to get back in there and kind of just. Uh, you have I don't to adjust, man. Himself, you but have just to adjust, adjust. Remember what James Harden gotta, said? He's got to um, work on those free throws. <laughs> yeah, you remember what James Harden said? He was like, "I wish I was like." Super tall and could just dunk on, like you know what I'm talking about. He made that when Giannis won his second, yeah, and then something like that. <laughs> but it's just like you know, what I'm saying we had because again, like it's gonna it's gonna get to the point where we're gonna have to have a conversation about the Bucks and whether they're one lone ring because that's what it's looking like. <laughs> they're one lone ring. Nice. They just overachieved and, and luck just happened to fall. I don't think you know, they overachieved. I truly, I truly believe. Um, Giannis is a top three player still. I mean, he just hasn't looked like himself. I mean, you guys remember, like, I think the um, he bruised his tailbone or something like that. I heard reports, just rumors and stuff that, like, um, it might have been fractured or something. We will never know the true, unless Giannis says it out of his mouth, we probably will never know the severity of his injury. But the point being is that we expected them to um, be better, you know, so – but they weren't, and you lose. But it, it's crazy when you lose at eight seed because that goes right into history books. Like everyone's gonna remember that. So, just like you said, it's what is it, the sixth time in NBA history, like yeah, the sixth time that the the eight. I mean, and the Heat were like a playing team, so it's it's even more to 
the history, you know? So it's just like, you, you weren't even in the playoffs. You were a play-in team, got into the playoffs and beat the one seed, so. And now look. Now look, now look, so. But let's talk about another bad crazy. team. That, <laughs> that, that has, has no reason. Yeah, yeah. But there's another team that's been kind of, you know, stinking things up all year. Um, some may believe that they're running a G League, um, you know, team. I'm talking about the Portland Trailblazers. What's going on with them? What are they doing? What are the Portland Trailblazers doing? What are they going to do with Dame? Do they bring, I don't, like, why would bring them back? Like, you're obviously trying to rebuild, you know? Um, not that Dame's a bad player, but it's just like, you've seen what staying there is is doing. You're not going anywhere. I don't think that they want to let him walk. I don't know how much, you know, his his contract is um, or how friendly it is. Uh, me and Hepa, we talked, you know, he could go to Miami. I think he'd be a good fit for that team. Um, but what are they doing? What are the Portland Trailblazers doing? What's up with that team? The Portland Trailblazers have been cursed for a very long time. They missed the Michael Jordan pick. Um, Brandon Roy. I mean, that's necessarily his fault, but, you know, the injuries yeah. ended his career early. Greg Oden ended his career early. And they missed out on Kevin Durant. Obviously, because they went with Greg Oden, obviously, they didn't think they was going to. Now you have, you're going to let Dame Lillard walk. I mean, you should let him walk the way he's, you know, being in Portland in the grind. He's Portland, mm-hmm. Dame Lillard is pretty much ground up. He's pretty much ground beef, ground pork, ground turkey, any sort of ground anything. That is what Dame Lillard is right now. And, you know, we've seen earlier this week the rumors swirling about him and Mikhail Bridges linking up in Brooklyn potentially. I mean, Miami wouldn't be a bad spot for him to go as well. Anybody would be willing to open up their arms wide to the talent that is Dame Lillard, where he is right now in his career. Still an easy walking 30 bu- uh, thirty piece nugget in your grill. I mean, they have Anthony got Saunders. The, got, the, got the best best shot in the league, got the stuff. I mean, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't want that. So, I mean, Portland has, you know, a couple of good players. They got Anthony Simons. They got yeah. um, the Grant kid. So it's not like they're bad, but – you know, they're, they're just not doing enough and they're not trying to win and they've never really tried to win except for, you know, the maybe like the, the Clyde Drexler years. And then you had the Portland Jailblazers. That's the closest <laughs> we've gotten to, you know, any sort of success in, in Portland aside from a couple of Dame Lillard and Brandon Roy buzzer beaters. And, you know, I'm, I'm, not, we're not, I'm not here to shit on them, but that's just the, the facts. Again, we're being objective tonight. So it's just the facts of the matter. Yeah, yeah, and I think true. now with the with the whole uh, G League team, it sounds like a whole rebuild is happening. They're going to try and funnel some young players into the G League and see who they can maybe bring up and scout in there. So I think Damon's time for him to just go get packing and, uh, you know, find a new team, whether it be in the East, with the West, you know. Like I said, doors wide open in Miami, Dame. You know, come on through. We're, How's the doors wide open? Kyle Lowry sitting right there. He can go. I'm well, done with him. Depending depending on how far this team does go in the playoffs and how well Lowry um, helps this team, I still think that he's probably gone. Like after this year, I just I mean, they didn't get what I they mean, thought yeah, they were getting. Like, I don't know what they thought they were gonna get. <laughs> the fan is like, what, that, and that's and that's, that's what I'm the saying. Thing, like it's just he was good and he was good. You know when he was good and he's just not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's okay, good. So yeah. You gotta look at it like right. this. So you you throw in Dame Lillard, and it kind of offsets the whole offensive scheme with everybody. 
She didn't want. You got to get Lowry was, out of there though. Like you don't like get Dame and keep Lowry. Like you have to get off. No, 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 for sure. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm just asking. No, I, I get it. Serious. You're you're saying it it, it. it it disrupts the pace of in the flow. I get for it. sure. I, I yeah, like, obviously I understand. Dame Lillard is clearly head and shoulders above Kyle Lowry. That's not even an argument. And if you have the opportunity to get Dame Lillard over Kyle Lowry, one thousand percent you take that. But then you look at what does that mean for the Miami Heat then? Are they gonna are they gonna flow cohesively? Because again, there's there's a lot of shooters on that team, especially when Tyler Hero comes back. And the same thing in Tampa Brooklyn. There's only one basketball. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it'll I, be interesting. I think to see, they would figure it out. Everything. Yeah, they I think they'd figure it out. I agree with they would, they would um figure that one out. Because because okay. Tyler could easily because Tyler could easily run the second offense. Yeah. Yeah. So you think he's so you think he's gonna go backwards? You think he's gonna want he's gonna want to go back and sit on the bench? He won't have a choice. But, I mean, they but, play but like I don't, just smart. I ball. think he'll still. I think he'll exactly. still play a a good collective minutes with some of the For first sure. team. But I think. But I think yes. I think he may just come off the bench again. Yeah. Okay. He got a he got a he got a contract. Um, what a year ago or so. Yes. Yes. What, and I think, was his, and I con- think was his contract like starter? Was like that starter money or like I really don't remember the details of it. Like we're paying you this, we kind of expect you to start games and be very productive for us. No, I think he, he. If I'm not mistaken, he also stated that he is a starter. Like he should be the starter for the team. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, he had a four year, a four year hundred um twenty thousand dollar deal. That's like starter money. <laughs> Or six man of the year money. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. 27, I mean, 27 yeah. this year. I mean, Hefe yeah. said it himself. It's no longer Dame time. It's Jimmy time. So then what happens when it's clutch time? What's going to happen? Well, if we well, need a three, you give it to Dame. If you need the two, you give it to Jimmy. That's just how you That's just how you get it done. Bro, you give the ball to Dame every time. But but you know what? I will say this. <laughs> but you. I will say this. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, has Jimmy not been hitting his threes in the playoffs? If we in the playoffs, so I give it to he's, Jimmy he's too. Been, he's been he's been an awesome tear. Hey, like, so player, so hey, look. If we in the playoffs, we got two options at that point. Whoever gets open first is who I'm gonna give the rock to. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm gonna look. Teams, at, I'm gonna look teams, at. Having to pick one or the other, I mean, I'm defending Dame, uh, uh, Dame uh, you know, 100% of the time. You know, I'll, I'll deal with Jimmy hitting well, the threes, but I'm not letting Dame get open threes, like open looks for well, threes. I, I'm sure Eric would probably draw the play up for, for Dame, but yeah. he'd also say if Jimmy's open, give him the ball. Sure. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, he, he did the, – the play was drawn up. Eric Spolster did draw up the play last night with somebody else, and then he, he demanded – he said, give me the ball. <laughs> Let me go be him. So is he going to say that when Eric Spolster draws a playoff for Dame, hypothetically? Is that what he's going to say? Um, Dame is I a think that Robinson. depends. He's not Max Strauss. I think that I think that depends because exactly that's my point. That or that oh. was going to be my point. He's not he's not them. He's him. So he's <laughs> Dame. You get it? Uh, uh. You understand? Bro, how so long Dave, have you been Dave. holding that one? In? How long have you been? Yeah, he was. As soon as I started talking, he was like, "Yeah, I got one." Bro, he was like baiting. He's like, "Go ahead, go ahead." I'll, I'll clap for that one. That was good. That was Bro, good. yeah, you good got you got that was that was yeah, that, 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 that was good. That was good. That was good. I can walk away. I can walk away from that. I can walk away from that. Um, <laughs> Hook that up. Be fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not upset about that. That's fine. I'll take that. Man, I want to. I want to talk about Kawhi. Um, and the Clippers Sun series. 
So we saw Kawhi sit out. Uh, did he sit out three in a row or two in a row? I think it was three, right? Games? Three. Three? Okay. Three. Kawhi Leonard, he's, yeah, he sat out three games uh, in a row um, due to what was a, uh, a knee issue. And it was a torn meniscus is, um, you know, ultimately what it was. So, you know, Kawhi, he tore his ACL last season, I believe. And it was last season. And um, he has been kind of, he's always been a pretty guarded person. So you don't really know unless it maybe comes from him or a family member or, you know, even maybe the coach or the staff, but um, they pushed him a lot, you know, kind of leading up to the playoffs. He played a lot, you know, more minutes and, you know, Kawhi, he has been the player where if he needs to rest, he's going to rest, you know, like that's just what, what you're going to get. But when he's playing, you're going to get a full effort from him. So um this series looked completely doomed when Kawhi, um, you know, wasn't playing. We already have Paul George out. Um, but the Suns, I mean, they still gave them, um, you know, the Clippers still gave them some work. I mean, they kept some of these games pretty close. Obviously, they won a game, um, but that was the game Kawhi played all um, all throughout that game. But, man, um, the Suns, I mean, they surprisingly, the series was a little too close point-wise at, some of the, at the end of some of those games um, for my liking for a team that should be, I mean, I, no diss to the Clippers. I mean, they have a great, great bench. Overall, they have a good team. But, I mean, they didn't have their their superstars. I mean, what could we expect? But, um, I mean, with Kawhi, we just kind of know, like, uh, he's very guarded by his health. And if he doesn't feel right, if he knows he's not right, he's not playing. Like, that's, that's just what's going to happen. So, he's been afforded that ability because of his accomplishments. Um I mean, what let's let's talk about it. How do you feel about, you know, Kawhi? We all knew he was kind of beat up. He was injured. But um, where are you guys with Kawhi right now? I mean, well, if we're – go ahead, I just – I was just going to say I saw something earlier that um, somebody was saying that he should just go ahead and retire and just call it – That's literally what I was going to say. Okay, yeah, I mean – I don't know. I don't know if you were going to finish it off like this. I don't think it's time for him to hang it up. I think he still can be that part-time player. <laughs> but they paying him. But, they paying him full-time money though. But but they already knew he was going to be a part-time player. He's been a part-time. They, player. they did. That's, they that's did. Who he is. I'm sure. I'm sure they had all those discussions prior to but, him signing but like that I said, deal. He's, um, he's for sure. The best part. He's the best part-time player. No, he is pretty good. Him and Kyrie are amazing part-time basketball players. Man, they are. Another level. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah, chill, um, chill, yeah. Kawhi. <laughs> I'm just joking. But um yeah, I hope uh Kawhi can still um you know perform. Hopefully he does not have to retire. But um yeah, hopefully not. not. Hopefully not. I, I definitely I feel I feel bad for him because his um you know, his legs are they're pretty much falling off the bone at this point. It's kinda like, you know, when you're at a barbecue. And you see, like, the turkey and, the, you know, all the different meats, like the ribs, they cook to perfection. And I feel right back because Kawhi, when Kawhi is hooping the way he hoops, he is literally the best player on the planet. I don't care anyway, he says. Kawhi Leonard is the best player on the planet when he is at full strength. It's just so happens that he's almost never at full strength. And, you know, it kind of also goes back to the whole, like, you never really know what players are going through because, you know, you've seen – Everyone attacking Kawhi Leonard, like, oh, you know, he's he's taking games off. He's, you know, um, and as we say, what is his part-time player? And he's unfortunate yeah. because that's just the way it looks. But and there are there are definitely some instances in the regular season where he probably load load managed games he shouldn't have for 
I just took that off. You know, we we understand that. We know what it is, but there's no way that Kawhi Leonard is going to sit out the playoff game to, to load levels. There's no way. So, you know, we kind of just got to recognize the situations like that. Hey, we we can't really attack guys like that. Because we know we know what, what time it is when it's when it's really time to play. I mean, Kawhi Leonard brought a ring to the Toronto Raptors. Never in my never in a million years we thought that we'd see that. So uh-huh. I, I feel bad for Kawhi. I think that he should take some time to really think about what it is he wants to do. Because at this point, he's not going to have any legs if he keeps it up at this, if he keeps up at this rate, the way he's playing and the way you know, you know his body's his body breaks down when there's a little bit of extra pressure on his knees. So. I mean, like I know I tore my Achilles, and like I know, you know, you, you kind of just got to make some business decisions after that, you know. Yeah, professional athletes really, they have really access to, to the best, the best, the best doctors, the best, you know, advice and everything. So, I mean, it, it, it's probably pretty bad. I mean, but I'm sure he's doing everything he can to kind of manage whatever he's going through physically, um, you know, to, to deal with it all. But, um, yeah. It is what it is, you know. Hopefully, Kawhi comes back next season and he's, um, you know, um, you know, at least eighty-five percent of himself. You know, can only hope. Um, so there is a new um, NBA coach. Um, this coach was former coach of the Boston Celtics. Took them to an NBA Finals, and uh, just due to some, um, um, some um, personal matters. Season, yeah, personal matters. He um, he um, stepped away from the team, and um, you know he he hasn't been coaching this season. And um, I've, I'm talking about Ime Doka, of course. He is the new head coach of the Houston Rockets, a team that I think it's going to be a playoff team um, next season. I think that they have you know the pieces. Um, I've seen like uh, you know excerpts from players like man, like during the playoffs this year, they're like we're going to be in the playoffs next year. Like, I, you know, I think I saw Jalen green, like say something like that. Um, so um, it's, it's a young, it's a young team. Um, they have a great coach um, now. And I think that um, Ime will be very motivated to not only coach these guys up, but um, get them to win. Because I mean, I'm sure people are looking at him, you know, still kind of, you know, a little sideways a little bit, you know, some people, not everyone, you know, but, um yeah he had a really good team with him I'm sure he wants to kind of like stick it to whoever is like look man I can go anywhere you know um you know and and same thing's gonna happen same results so I think the Rockets will at least be a um a playoff team at the very least um next year but, I mean, what do you guys think about this hire I think I think, you think Harden comes back no man um it depends on how this how this season ends. I know it's all about money at the end of the day. I don't know. Is Harden an unrestricted guy or is he restricted somewhat at the end of this season? I'm not sure Houston would give him a bag, like just come back. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind coming back. Houston would give him a bag, plus he'd probably have discounts at the strip club. Well, obviously he discount, but you know, he'd probably get like the wings on the side or something for free. You know what's going on out there. <laughs> You know, Houston was. They, they give him at least one free drink. They give him at least one. James free Harden. Drink. James Harden was blowing the bag. Oh, free a free drink. That's what it is. Stay fair. <laughs> he was blowing yeah. the bag in the strip club, and that's gonna be the issue with Emei Udoka because that was his issue before Boston. We're not gonna get into that. But you gonna put that. Bro, can you can you imagine? Can you like let's talk about James Harden real quick? Like let's say he leaves uh, Philly in the off season. Can you imagine like the news report when it goes out that he's going to Houston? Like if that's the news, like can you imagine like? 
the the people that don't know nothing really about basketball that are gonna get that alert and just like you know there's certain it's women that are just gonna like be very very elated like he's like he's back yes, like like when Jordan when he came back he's like he's back it's gonna be that, that, it's gonna be him. hilarious it's gonna be James Harden little baby and Ime Udoka in Houston's largest strip club they, it's gonna, it's gonna they, get they are definitely they're definitely going out um, at least one time all three of them together for sure and Ime is going close he's going to be in the strip club go to practice the next morning not going to get no sleep but then Houston Rockets going to be a, at least going to be in a they, playing game exactly. I mean they have a, they exactly. have a solid team very young core and if they can mm-hmm. find a way to play around this the sanguine kid I'm not pronouncing his name right. He was Sengin or Sengwin. I'm sorry, I don't want to book. I think it's name. I think it's the the former, the the first one you said. Okay. Yeah, say. Sengwin. Yeah. So if they can find a way to play around him, and you know these guys kind of swallow their pride, but because I mean they're still buckets nonetheless. They play just an ounce of defense. He's the rock is gonna be all right, man. Yeah, that's what they'll have to learn to do because James Harden ain't bringing defense back. <laughs> so guys, I want to make a special announcement real quick. The Boston Celtics are a minute away, well, two minutes away, less than two minutes away. <coughs> We're finally ending this series. They're very close. They could mess this up, but they're very close to winning. I just wanted to make that announcement, keeping tabs on that game. Um, you know, you guys, your team's advanced, though, you know, just just looking at my team, that's all. So just wanted to. Now you, now you got to deal with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, well, he got the MVP, and the Celtics are will advance. That's what's going to happen. So, well, you think so? Well, we'll 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 get to this game a little bit later. So I mean, they struggle uh, with Atlanta. I was just, you know, when was the last time the seventy sixers made it out of the semifinals? This this would be the year. This this would be a good reason for them to lose too, because um, Joel Embiid. I mean, I don't know his makeup or like how he is as a person, but I mean, he's accomplished the one thing that has been evading him for the past few seasons. That is an MVP. And it's almost like you reached your goal, and it's like, all right, now what? So oh, man. we know we um, know damn well Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, even he, though he whines and cries and does all the extras, he's here to hoop. He's definitely here to hoop, and he got he got the goal he was looking for, an MVP. And um, the thing that's gonna hold the 76ers back is Doc Rivers. I like Doc a lot. That's um, no, you know what, and that's gonna be the, that you you're absolutely correct because that is the flaw. Doc Rivers is the flaw. It's his former team. It's just, it's just there's so many like little like dynamic, you know. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but let's get into a few games. Let's look ahead to um a few um you know series that are you know going uh, you know getting closer and closer um to ending potentially. So on Saturday, um April twenty eighth, we have Game Six of the Kings at the Warriors. The Warriors won a game on the road. Um, surprisingly, I think they won 11 games on the road during the regular season. And, um, this is their 12th road win, technically, if you want to, you know, it's not the regular season, but this is, um, uh, they, they've made it to a dozen pretty impressive, <laughs> uh, the Golden State Warriors. So I'll say one thing about Golden State before I get into this match and kind of give my little, you know, breakdown, the Golden State Warriors, they get better as series go longer. It's like, they start to figure it out. You know, um, and that could just be that could just be, uh, you know, experience from, you know, just all the coaching they have and, you know, everything that they've seen. They they're tried and true. They've been through this. But. um, Yeah, I I think that they just figured things out. So for that particular game, I was like, 
they're going to win this game. Like, I feel like they're going to win this game. They're just going to, they're going to, you know, figure this out. And they did. I think that they closed the series out at home. I think we see a little back and forth. Um, I think Fox is hurt, De'Aaron Foxy, um, you know, prior to the last game. But um, that's my my prediction. The Warriors will probably win this series, and I think they close them out at home um, in game six. I don't think it goes seven games. Um, I think the NBA would think that's cool, but you've already lost Giannis in the playoffs um, in terms of, like, the Bucks aren't going to be on that stage. So you still want to have, like, you know, the big marquee stars left. I don't think they let Golden State lose, especially at home, um, even if they don't cover the spread. So – I mean, what do you guys think about this one? Do you think that the Warriors have this series locked up? Um, what do you think about the Kings' chances to force a game seven? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that I think the Warriors now that they were able to get, I mean, that's that's ultimately what I thought whoever was the first to get the road win would kind of like suck the air out. But even so, like if the Kings getting a road wing, a road win is 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 less is a little bit less effective. I'm sorry, it's more effective for the Warriors to win on the road than the Kings to win on the road. I mean, I was basically on the same thing. Just my wording was off. Yeah, because yeah, they just, like they the just Warriors, have not done it enough. And they managed to do yeah. it. It's like, yeah. They, yeah they, and the Warriors, they're just they're just way too mature. You know what I'm saying? They've been there before. The Kings, mm-hmm. very solid basketball team, plus the Aaron Fox, with the, you know, dealing with the hand injury. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's just, you know, it's not enough. Like, Mike Brown is not going to be enough to outcoach Steve Kerr, who was, you know, who he was under. So. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like the student. The student will not defeat the master this time. (laughs) Yeah, this, yeah, this is this is not the time. Not with this Sacramento team, but kudos to Sacramento. They played their asses off the entire season. They made it to the playoffs. They lit the beam up. Beam was shining bright. I'm sure the the light will will shine. I had, I had, I had a Warriors fan text me um, this morning. It was like just randomly. They were just like. Uh, they did not like the being last night, and <laughs> just like just busted out laughing because like it, it was just hilarious. So, yeah, man. Uh, just just funny stuff, funny stuff, man. But uh, <laughs> what about you, Hafe? I mean, I mean, for what it's worth, man, the Kings had an excellent season, then and they did everything that they could. But I yeah. agree with y'all, man. At this point, uh, it's probably all she wrote. I think they'll put on a great performance in Golden State. Um, I. I'm pretty sure it'll be – they probably will cover the, – it'll probably be like a five-point game or something. They'll probably cover the seven-and-a-half. Um, but ultimately, I think they'll lose this game. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll they'll be able to win on the road. But if for some whatever reason they do force a game seven, we got Kings in seven. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like – if the Kings force a game seven, I'd like the Kings to win this series, honestly. But I don't think that will happen because of just, you know, would the NBA the want the Kings to advance yeah. in the playoffs? Yeah, it's the experience. It's the, uh, uh, the well, ability to well the, with the NBA possibly those tickets were selling like hotcakes. Well, I agree with that. I think a game seven can happen, but if it does happen, I think the Kings are are probably going to win that game, even though it's um it's something that I think the NBA would want the Golden State to advance if there was a game seven. But if it's yeah, at home, we... Golden State's at home. I think they're going to win the game. Like you know, I just think that's going to happen. Um, they want Golden State but, to go forward. Um, is, isn't Golden State and LA, the LA, like the Lakers, aren't, isn't that a potential um, matchup? If I think the Warriors the, win and the Lakers win, uh, what tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be, it'd be Warriors Lakers. Whoever wins the oh, Warriors, the, the, NBA, the, the NBA, the NBA would do anything for that. I'm, I'm sure they're like salivating at the thought of it right now. So yeah, that's just my opinion. <laughs> 
I mean, well, I mean that's going to be a really lot. Like we haven't seen Steph well, and LeBron in the playoffs since obviously those Golden State and uh, but hold on. Cleveland. Finals. Are are they are they chomping for that, or do they want to see Dylan Brooks and Draymond go at it? That's uh, nobody, enough out of you, man. nobody. Nobody. <laughs> that's enough. Out of you. We don't. We don't. No one cares about that. No one cares. Dylan, Bro- Dylan Brooks is good as gone. Yeah, he might he might be gone, man. Like, uh, you know, he he did a lot of uh, avoidant things out there. But let's let's get into um, let's get into that one. Um, you know, the Lakers, Lakers at um, it was Grizzly at Lakers. I'm sorry. So it's the Lakers home game. This is the third Lakers home game in the playoffs, and not counting the play in, um, in several years. Lakers are taking this game. In the story, they're winning on their home court. I mean. I don't think that the the Grizzlies haven't looked good, um, in particular when they played the Lakers at home. Um, I think this team really, really wants it. Uh, you're playing, you know, big, big match. I mean, Jaw's been playing amazing. Desmond Bain had a really good game um, the other day. This is a Lakers game, man. The Lakers are gonna are gonna come out strong. Probably um, might get close at some point, but I think the Lakers win this one, man. Um, I think the Grizzlies ready for Cabo. You know, Desmond Bain played exceptional the other night. He, I mean, he's been playing lights out pretty much the entire series, but it comes to a halt game six as well. And I've, I've been wrong. I thought that Memphis was going to win this series, but you know, I said that initially. I will, I will go on record and say that I was incorrect about that. But a lot of people didn't think Lakers were making the playoffs. Yeah, I did. So yeah, I did say that. But I will say, I man. <laughs> The Dylan Brooks kid, man, he he he's not what he said he was, man. You know, he's no, no, he's, no, he's not. He because you know guys like that, you know, when you you know you troll, you talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you're supposed to be talking to guys next. You know what I'm saying? Even if you lose, you're supposed to get the dudes next. Pause. Exactly. This so, man only talks. Yeah, really this man only talks when yeah. he's up. That's it. Exactly. He's he, yeah, he's and, not he's not one of, he's not one of them ones, man. He's not. And, no. And he's not. And that three guy. for fifteen just ain't it. And three, three for fifteen just just is not. Well, we, no, we not, no, it's not. What did what, <laughs> what really did LeBron say in that presser after problem. the game? They said like, um, what did they say? That reporter was like, uh, I think they asked Bron, was he like, uh, was he bothered or was this like his competence? Something to that effect. And Bron was just like, what? No, I, I didn't do anything different. I just I just went out there. I like I like Bron's response because he knows what he's doing. Like he knows what he's doing to the media. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, watch him go back you know, and forth. But, Dylan, and Dylan Brooks was like. You know the media is painting me as a villain. When you're the one that went on record, bro, he, he, he was the, the one and put on like, yeah, exactly. Called himself he Dylan was, the villain. It's like, bro, come on, man, you come on, man. You, we're not we're not doing this. We're not doing this, man. You're not going not doing that. Goofy, create behavior. this this persona of yourself and then start crying. You know, with your with your tail tucked between your legs, is because you know you got beat up, man. Stand on your ground. Patrick Beverly does it. <laughs> Pat Bev does do that, man. He, he definitely Pat Bev will stand on it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know. So, um, good luck to you. Good luck to you in China, Dylan Brooks. Good luck to you, bro. Yikes. He said I don't he think he gets shit there. But, That's crazy. But you, but you never, you never know. You just really never know. Um, so let's, let's, um, let's, let's get into some of these other series, man. So we've got game one coming up against, um, you know, we got the Suns and the Nuggets. Um, how far do you think this series um, ends up going? Suns Nuggets? I think the Suns yeah, get Suns, them in six, Suns man. Nuggets. 
Yeah, I think that I think I they know, get man. over six. People, I think the Suns. People, the Suns people kind of doubting. People kind of doubting the Nuggets, man. I know they're a one seed that has, um, you know, people just kind of think this team underperformed because of how they closed out the year. But dude, we gotta respect it, man. They've got an MVP on that team. They, you know, um, I don't okay, know. I feel, I feel like you got Kevin Durant. Yeah, and not much of a bench. Not much of a bench, man. This man's playing seen, forty plus minutes a night. Have you seen Devin Booker recently? Yeah, I mean he's on fire. Like book is like what averaging with thirty two something like that or more. Hey, um, look, he's averaging just he's averaging just almost as much as my guy Jimmy Bucket, thirty seven point two, while Jimmy's averaging thirty seven point six. If y'all didn't know, now you know. How you talking no, about Jimmy no, Butler? Nobody said no. anything about that. I mean, I, I, I was, I just, I was about know, to say that. I was know. about to say that TP, but he just kind of you know. He, I just, he gets, I just he had gets, to. I he had just, to let y'all know help. who was the one to Booker's two. I had to let everybody know who was the one to the two. Well, Hefe, we thank you, and um, never again. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think it could that series could surprise us. Um, I think the world is discounting the Nuggets a little bit. I think they can make the series a little bit closer um, than what we all think, and we've seen big upsets already. Um, so I definitely think the Nuggets could you know potentially lose another one seed. But it's funny because they're a one seed that everyone doubts. While the uh, Phoenix Suns are like the hype they have, it's like they're one seed, you know, like pretty much. So I'll be interested to see how that goes. The Nuggets do play pretty well at home. Um, so we'll see what they have, you know, this year. So uh, next we have game one of the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. We have Hefe versus TP. We've got Miami and the Garden. Man, who's going to win game one of this? I feel like I know both of your answers, so just tell me why. I, I just I just got to hear that from both of you guys, and then I'll then I'll share and then I'll share my my pick who I, who I think wins game one. Uh, man, talk, Hefe, talk, man. You look like they, they, like they stole your voice, man. What's happening? <laughs> game one in the garden, Jimmy in the garden. You know, the Knicks. They had a great season, a great regular season. They beat Miami 3-1 in the regular season. Yeah. But you know something, TP? The Cavs, you know, and you guys, you guys, I think they – didn't they beat you guys 3-1 in the regular season? And I told you, I told you, I told you, I told everybody, the Knicks were going to win that series because I knew. So just like I told you then, I'm going to tell you now, Miami's going to win this series. They may not do it in four. They may not do it in five and they may not do it in six, but by the seventh game, you'll realize Jimmy buckets is just that guy. Miami and seven. Miami and seven. Okay. Um, so TP, I mean, I know what side you're on, but tell me why, like why? Well, Why are you on the next game one? Firstly, and overall first the off, series, I'm I'm assuming as well. I'm gonna say first off, we didn't. I didn't think he answered was gonna win game one. He just, you know, he just went out. You're right, Jimmy. But my fault. That's Miami, Miami money line, Miami money line, game one. That's still running the course. Wins anyway. Let's let's. So look, I did. I just told you, Miami if, money line. Miami's oh, winning you, game oh, okay. one. My bad. My bad. My bad. So. If Julius Randle plays, I think the Knicks get game one. I think that last series, that previous series, was an emotion, was an emotionally draining affair for the Miami Heat. If Julius Randle does not play, 
I think that Miami does get the win in Madison Square Garden. I do think that the game could get chippy just just because of the energy that and the and the history that comes between these two playing against one another. So it it, it could get very physical. The Knicks are a very physical team. They're a very gritty team. That's just Tom Thibodeau coach Tom Thibodeau's coach teams. But again, and I'm being objective here. I'm not, uh, no slander or hate for me this week. But I mean, Jimmy Butler is a physical guy. He's a, he's a he's a force. You know what I'm saying? And you you have to, you just have to deal with that when it's in the when you're in the playoffs. So um, I will say that Julius Randle reaggravating his ankle does hurt the Knicks a little bit. But Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart they're both very gritty dudes as well. And this Knicks Josh team, Hart started 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 the last game um, against Cleveland. That's how he was in the starting lineup. I'm saying this Knicks team, man, they're they're not they're not they're not just slouches. You know what I mean? Right? We're very we're here to play basketball, man. We're not here to just be all flashy. We're here to get the job done. R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not just going to be a cakewalk like some of these people that sent me texts at 12:30 between 12:30 and four or five o'clock in the morning. You know, trying to find out where I am when I'm peacefully resting after the Knicks had already wrapped up the series without having to you know where or anything, any any extracurriculars. Um, you know, you know, guys just texting me and this that there. So you know, the Knicks we're 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 rested. We're here to play basketball. I just hope that Julius Randle's going to be rested. If Julius Randle plays, I think the Knicks get Game One. Um. I think the series is going to be dependent on game one, who can come out and set the tone, who's more physical. My heart says the Knicks win in six, but, I mean, I've seen this story before with Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Jimmy Butler will probably beat the Knicks in six or seven. Okay. So I'll, I'll share where I'm leaning with this one. I'm actually siding with Hefe for game one. I do think that um, I'm kind of looking at the game right now, just the spreads and everything. Uh, Miami Heat is um, – it's a it's a force. The spread is four. I do think that the Miami Heat can uh, win this game. No one's expecting them to just because the Knicks are at home. It's game one. They just kind of think that, you know, this is the cap. <laughs> you know, like they're just going to win at home and they're just going to – you know, just dominate like that. But I'm not decide with Hefe on this one. Um, game two, like if the Heat win game one, I think the Knicks win game two. I could easily see this one going seven. Um, and I could see probably a lot of under games. I know the Heat were the team that was going over um, in the series against the Bucks, but the Knicks continually, um, you know, went under with Cleveland. But I, I would say that has more so to do with Cleveland than the Knicks because we've seen a lot of high-scoring Knicks games uh, throughout the year. So, um I like them game one. I think the series could be a toss up. I think it goes to six or seven games. Um, I really couldn't tell you here, you know, you know, either way for that one. But I, I do think the Heat will do it just because no one expects them to win on the road um, at the Garden. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to side with you on that one. I agree. Okay. Um, so um, that's pretty much everything we have. Um, there are potential matchups that could happen, um, like Grizzlies Warriors. Uh, Grizzlies Kings, uh, Lakers Warriors, and uh, Lakers Kings. Um, my biggest, and I, it's probably pretty obvious, uh, prediction is going to be Lakers Warriors. Uh, the NBA is, I mean, both of these teams just need one more win to advance, and I think the NBA would love uh, to have these two teams uh, playing against. So the Steph and LeBron, 
a little bit older now, uh, but still they're going to attract uh, millions and millions of viewers. So I think that's the matchup we see really. Um, if they don't win uh, this next game, I still think that those teams have a decent chance to win the series. Lakers more so than the Grizzlies. I mean, more so than the Warriors. Like if the Warriors have to go on the road for game seven, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, I definitely think Lakers Warriors would be good for the NBA. Yeah, the Lakers, Lakers, Warriors is definitely um, the one that they want. So, yeah, what are you trying to see out of the options available, like in the West? I, I'd, I'd like to see anybody but the Lakers. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, you, you're messed up. You're messed up. Anybody what is your group with the Lakers, okay? Yeah, I don't anybody but LeBron, and I'm good with that. Anybody but LeBron, and I'm okay with that. The man that got you guys two rings? Hey, look. Hmm. He wanted to come to Miami. Interesting developments, brother. Hey, look. Look, he wanted to come to the better. Listen, he wanted to come to the better Miami team. Miami had a better record, okay? Miami was the better team, and he wanted to come and win a ring there, okay? Let's remember all this. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I think I think I know why TP just kind of made that uh that audible gas right now. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and yes. this, this, <laughs> uh, this episode of this podcast. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so thanks everyone. Um, I'm Trev uh for joining us on this episode of Basketball Babble. Hefe TP, do you have anything else that you wanna um shout out real quick before we get off? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't piss me off, TP. Do not piss me off. If you guys don't piss each other off the next week or so, like something's wrong, you know, because this is the exactly. time where you're definitely gonna piss each other off. Like it, it's expected at this point. Definitely. Full, a full blown prediction for game one. Jimmy for thirty and a dub. Once again in the garden. That. Lock it in, everyone. Jimmy, thirty. Heat win. Lock it in. Um, yeah, you, you, I think you know why I guess because I, I, something was brought to my attention beforehand. Yeah, uh, yeah. Er, yeah. Earlier in the day, so we'll discuss this off air. But I will say, fuck the Miami Heat. We need this heat. We need this hatred back into the league. We need all of this back in the league. We need all this hate. I don't know why we need this hate. Because that's what the NBA was built off, of, built off of, man. We built off hate, built off aggression, built off a need to be better. Than the oh opponent. my gosh! Oh my we gosh. need that, and it's back in the mecca. When when basketball, yeah. when basketball is in the mecca, when games matter. Yeah. What he what what else? What else can we talk about? What else? What else is to talk about, man? We back. No we back. You'll be talking about him in the mecca. That's what you'll be talking about. Brother, him I, is coming uh, to the mecca. Pause. 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 Anyways, H uh, I M is coming to the mecca. Okay. All right. Well, um, that is it, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us. Another episode of Basketball Babble. Um, Hefe and TP are just like just kind of dying to talk trash to each other, as you can see. But um, yeah, we're looking forward to um this next it's series, in particularly. It is. It's, nah, it's past his not. bedtime. It's, it's, it's past actually past your bedtime, bed. buddy. It's his bedtime is actually. That's. Past. You know what? I'm absolutely sick and tired of you. 
We got to get, we gotta get is, better this at this it. ending this shout-out is, game. Because no, we, we always go into more you know, conversation when we're about to, like, like shut it off. You know how that No, 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 because, you know, he always he always wants to just rattle me up at the end. He, he always just he wants did, to. He did, just, he did take it there. He did take it there. Yeah. You, know? you, you were cool. You were cool. He did take it there. I was, I was trying to let you end this show peacefully. But yeah. you know what? If you want to get the boxing gloves, TP, before game one, uh, meet you downtown. Look, brother, I just had to wipe my ass with all that shit you were talking because you weren't saying nothing to me. Oh, oh is that so right, everyone? Is that Check so us out on our IG. So? I'll uh, catch you in Taco. Taco. He was talking. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh and, uh, I'll, I'll see you in the Mecca. Uh, the I will see you in the Mecca. Yeah. I'll catch you before the game, buddy. Fighters there. Yeah, you're this done. Is Trev. You're absolutely done. FA and TP are about to get muted. We are out. Yeah, you might want to end.